From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Yes! Yes! I'm going to be an actor. Ever since I can remember, I wanted to try this. I even tried to go to summer stock auditions last year, but of course my father wouldn't let me. For the first time in my whole life, I know what I want to do. And for the first time, I'm going to do it! Whether my father wants me to or not, Carpe Diem! And that's from Dead Poet Society. And listen to the enthusiasm in his voice when you decide what you want to do and then have the courage to stand up and do it against the odds. And I'm assuming that this is reg- um, that this is a rational goal. Becoming an actor is definitely a rational goal. And you have resistance from real close significant others, whether it's your parents or a teacher or somebody, and you just realize that it is not their life. It is your life. And you say, I'm going for it. And you have that conviction that it's right, it's moral, it's good to go for your goals, even if dad wanted you to be a doctor or something else. That type of ability is what is so liberating and what so many people just throw away. They never fight for their values. Many people don't even identify what they wanted in life, what they loved in life. I'm surprised in therapy when I ask people, what do you love in life or what would you want to do in life? And they look at me and they say, I never asked myself that question. And that's sad. You don't want to go through life like that. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And that means you can call me right now with any questions that are on your mind. My number is toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. That's toll-free, 1-877-DR-K-E-N-N-E-R. I'm a clinical psychologist. And any questions dealing with in-laws, with kids, with yourself, maybe you procrastinate or you're frustrated, uh, lots of different questions we can talk about. Again, toll free one eight seven seven Dr. Kenner, and my website's drkenner.com. And even though this isn't therapy, it's an opportunity for you to get some guidance that may be of help to you. And right now, we're turning to the phones and welcome Penny. Penny, you have a child who always ah, likes to rebel, likes to do the opposite. Yes. Yeah. How old is your child? He's seven. You have a seven-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and tell me about one of the, what's the key um, type of situation that you're in that gives you difficulty that you would like me to help you with? Um, I think the biggest thing that we've, we've found is he's an only child, and when we propose something that we'd like to do as a family, he always says, that's not what I want to do. Okay. Can like, you, we'll yeah. say, okay, we want to go strawberry picking. No, I don't want to go strawberry picking. Um, and then we say, okay, well, we're not going to go. This happened just this past weekend. Yeah. But then all of a sudden he wants to. Okay. So and, you know, we're just really struggling with is this just another way for him to try to gain power? You know, really, um, he is rebellious in a lot of ways. But give me one other example, a, a really bad, something that really irks you and your hubby. Something a, that really irks us? Yeah, a rebellion. Um, well, like he gets out of bed almost every night. Yeah. And we'll come into the living room or say, you know, I need a drink of water. And they know that's really normal behavior for a seven-year-old, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in our view, it's just another passive way of, you know, trying not to go to bed on time. And do you remember being seven years old? No. No, you don't. Uh, what do you think most seven-year-olds love doing? Spending time with mom and dad. 
Well, you bet. That's one of the things. Assuming that you're decent parents, then you've earned that. That's mm-hmm. really a tribute to you. It's not a negative. Mm-hmm. And guess what parents who have an only child want to do at 8 o'clock at night? relax. They want their private time. They right. want their uh, their ability to have some downtime. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard. It, it, those are very tense moments, especially when you have an only child. Here, here's here's an imp- key word, and it's used in cognitive therapy. It's called reframing. Okay. If you look at your child, I brought up two kids. Let's. I'll use my son. You can use your son. But if I look at my son as you know, just trying to win, just trying to have a power struggle and to be the controlling factor in the family, then we're at odds. I mean, my son is my enemy, and I'm the enemy to him, right? Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's a no-win battle. We are going to waltz through life being enemies. You, he's, um, the theme is, you're going to do this. We're going strawberry picking. That's fun. That's good. And my son will say what? Well, your son will say what? <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to do, do that. Something else. Well, what do you want to do then? But I have irritation in my voice now. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? If you don't want to go strawberry picking, I mean, that's a lot of fun to go strawberry picking. We can mm-hmm. make jam later. What do you want to do then? And, mm-hmm. what, and what would he say? Um, probably, you know, catch more frogs in the pond. Well, we're not going to do that today. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go catch frogs. It's okay, we're not going to go strawberry picking. And then what happens? Um, then he gets what he wants. He gets to go, you know, do more of the same, which he does love to stay home. He loves to stay home. Yes. Okay, let me get to the core issue because we're on radio time. If we had a full 50 minutes, I'd do a lot more. But um, if it, uh, the key things that I want to see in my children growing up, what I value so much, here's where reframing comes in, is when they use their own mind to pursue their own values. I value that. I love their independent thinking. Doesn't mean they're going to not do everything I say. They're not going to be able to call all the shots. But instead of looking at it as a power struggle, I am going to be looking at it as my child's developing mind. I, my, I'm raising a child to be able to stand up against a boss that he may not like, you know, a, a mean boss mm-hmm. or a bully. Or I'm raising an independent child who can speak his mind. Mm-hmm. So on one hand, I'm delighted if, if my child were to tell me I don't want to go strawberry picking, this is the way I would handle it. Can you be your son and, and tell me, honey, we're going to go strawberry picking. Tell me what you want to say to me. Today? I don't want to go today. You know something? You are you really have ideas of your own. What would you like to do today, honey? I want to stay home and catch frogs. You know something? You love catching frogs, don't you? Yeah. Yeah? And what do you do with them when you catch them? I put them in a pail and I bring them out to the garage and I get to watch them for a whole day and then I have to put them back. So you're like a little scientist. You're, a de- you're like an explorer, right? An adventurer. Yeah. And so you really like watching frogs. Mm-hmm. You know something? That might be something we could do later. Let me tell you about strawberry picking. Do you know anything about it? Yeah, we go every year. Yeah, and what's it like for you? I get to eat as many strawberries as I want because they say I can. Yeah, what's that like? fun because I get all messy and I get to eat as much as I want and nobody says no. And do you think that you might find a frog in the strawberry field or maybe a snake or something fun? Well, I might. A chipmunk? I might. What do you say? We'll do the frog. Later on, we'll go look in the pond for some frogs. I'll join you for maybe about 10 minutes. But now let's, let's, let's go for strawberry picking. 
okay, but I really don't want to go. Yeah, I know part of you doesn't want to go, and part of you really likes eating the strawberries. So it sounds like it's a tug inside of you. Is that how you're feeling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I feel those tugs sometimes. You know, Daddy and I are real excited about it, and I think we could have a lot of fun together. Listen, let me recommend that you go to my website, drkenner.com, and look up the book, How to Talk So Kids Will Listen, and Listen So Kids Will Talk. Okay. Okay, a fabulous book. But I, it illustrated one of the skills where I'm valuing my child's valuing. Did you hear how I reframed it? Mm-hmm. So I hope that helps. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. You're listening to The Rational Basis of Happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by Dr. Ellen Kenner. If you're prone to expressing anger during an argument, a more effective way to argue is to do so on paper. If you're prone to angry outbursts, Try writing a note to your partner, being careful to limit your frustration to the current issue. Keep the note short, a paragraph or two. Here's what Aaron might write. I'm angry that you spent money on clothes when we need that money to pay for the rent. We agreed to keep to our budget. He could leave the note on the kitchen table. Jane may then respond on paper, I feel so bad that I ignored our budget. I bought the outfits on a whim. I'll return them tomorrow. Sometimes writing down your thoughts allows you time to express yourself assertively and helps break a pattern of face-to-face heated destructive arguments. You can download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.